Hi, welcome to the season finale of Heard, a One Step Away podcast. In this episode, I speak with Kaya. Kaya is 44 years old and has worked with One Step Away since January of 2019. This episode was originally recorded in February of 2019 in the basement of the United Methodist Church on Broad Street. This episode was recorded by Dylan Yuska, edited by Max Morgan, and produced by Emily Taylor. If you like this episode, please remember to subscribe and rate. Your support helps One Step Away lift Philadelphians out of homelessness. And please be advised, this is an explicit podcast that touches on some pretty sensitive topics and issues. My name is Kaya Eigelhart. I'm 45. I um, am not originally from Philly, but uh, I've been in Pennsylvania about 15 years, and I've been homeless in Philly since about July, I guess. And I distribute at uh, 30th Street Station. I don't have any place specifically that I can stay. I stay in the shelters or sometimes at a friend's house here and there for, you know, a few days. Uh, But it means that every night I have to figure out somewhere where I'm going to sleep that night. I was staying with my boyfriend who was staying with his dad who had a heart attack and then congestive lung failure and went into a coma and they moved him to assisted living. And when they did that, they took the housing away for him. And so that's what happened. At first, I was working a couple jobs through most of the um, time that all this happened. So when this first happened, we tried to rent a room in West Philly off a Craigslist ad and we were robbed our security deposit. It was like a room for rent. But when we signed, we signed a lease and then um, they didn't have like a, lock in the front door yeah they were like the guy was there working on it like replacing the lock so she said she'd give us the key when they had put the new lock in which made sense but then she called left and then called us and said that the guy had accidentally rented all the rooms in the house the night before and not told him that she had another house for us she never shows up over there then sends us to this other place and says for us to go in that our keys will be on the kitchen table when we go to this apartment that has a for rent sign from a totally different like company in the window there's no table inside no keys and we basically ended up just getting robbed for like our security deposit ended up with like a lease to some other place that we had no access to it was bad it was a bad experience and the neighborhood was very dangerous also so now we're trying to get a place through um, some sort of a program, and I'm supposed to meet with the caseworker at the shelter this week to find out what the programs are, how they work. Some, there's maybe a program that'll help pay the security, like the move in on an apartment. I don't know where we're going to stay tonight. Uh, we had been staying in the Broad Street shelter, and uh, my boyfriend doesn't feel safe staying in any of these places. Um, Hopefully we can. Hopefully we have a friend that we could stay with tonight. Well, we have a couple of friends that let us stay over, but they can't let us move in and stay there all the time. None of them can. There's like a constant feeling of unsafety about everything that is going on in the shelters. Like it is supervised by staff, and there are cameras in there, but the whole group of people that goes into the shelter have a lot of different issues, whether it's mental health or out alcohol, substance abuse, and sometimes these problems are coming in to the shelters with the people, and they will sometimes have arguments, fights that break out. The police have to come sometimes and remove people, 
you have to be very careful with any belonging that has any kind of value or it'll disappear, you know what I mean, right away. And then they'll, and there will be 80 to 100 people in the room with you. And a lot of the people are sick, coughing, um, just because they're being exposed to all these elements out there on the streets all day. Uh, when you go into the hospitals, you're not really getting the same intensive care. Once they know that you're homeless, they kind of like just put a Band-Aid on you and get you back out the door as quick as possible. So you're in there exposed to a lot of extra germs, pretty close quarters. You're sleeping on, uh, for the most part, directly on a cold floor. And so you're also constantly bouncing in and out of the hospital. Uh, there's shelters for women, there's shelters at men, but because Richie and I have been a couple, we've stayed at the, there's only a couple places where couples can stay. And these places do give priority to women. So, you know, they let women in first. They usually serve a little meal inside. They always serve the women first. At one of the shelters, they divided the men and the women still in the same room, but at Broad Street Ministries, they don't split the couples up. Everybody that comes in together as a unit can set up their area together. Well, I have slept outside. It's not the best this time of year. I don't consider it to be that safe because you're kind of at risk for all the same things you are at sleeping in a shelter, except for there's no like staff or cameras or anything to protect you if, you know, something, if you encounter, you know, someone with will, ill will out there. If I had to sleep outside tonight, I would pro I would consider sleeping down in the concourse. Also, like, I've been to a lot of the different feedings or experienced with a lot of different the groups that try to come and, you know, help the homeless. We have a friend that does a PMA bike ride. It stands for Positive Mental Attitude, and he organizes four bike rides a month. Each ride, he'll give out, like, 40 pizza pies. He gives out two slices to each person that they ride around. And anyone that's, like, hungry or homeless, they give free pizza to. He's a bike messenger. He promotes this uh, message, make a stranger smile today. You know, this like message of positivity and uplifting others. I just think his whole message is super cool. And the spirit in which he does it is like very progressive. He's running for um, city council and he's, um, he's so cool. Like not only does he do the PMA bike ride, but he also encourages other people to come volunteer and do the bike ride with it. And it doesn't matter if you, are part of the homeless community yourself or, you know, like at Broad Street Ministries, if you want to volunteer or do something there, uh, they welcome you to do that, but you cannot have received services there for six months before you work on the staff side. I went to this thing at District Taco this week and they were doing um, free tacos for the homeless and you could just go in and order like off the regular restaurant menu, you know what I mean? They were giving you soda, they were giving you chips and guacamole. It was like really great, but the police commissioner told them that they weren't allowed to do it anymore because they're attracting like a big group of homeless people and there was apparently some sort of incident at a homeless feeding recently across the street from there. Uh, this is um, kind of what I meant when I say like the group of people that is homeless can have some of these things going on where it just, you know, violence can like outbreak within them. I understand it from both sides. It's really sad that this type of thing was gonna cause the thing that they're trying to do to have to stop. But uh, at the same time, I think they're only doing it through the end of the weekend anyways. People try to uh, do a lot of different things to help the homeless, but what kind of help is available to the homeless to really get over the step of not being homeless? I don't know. I'm trying to go through those things here over the next week. So 
we're just really trying to push forward and get our own place as soon as possible. So I mean, I'm doing these one step aways and I have another like little part-time job that I do and Richie's working. Um, he recently got a full-time job. The one step aways helped me at least to be able to afford, you know, to transpass and different things. It's been a good experience. So several people are have come up, you know, familiar with the magazine and excited to see me there and like excited that, that I had an issue that they hadn't read yet. And, uh, you know, for the most part, people that are familiar with the content of what's inside are pretty excited about it and pretty excited to support it. Still a little bit of a learning curve to, because I've only been selling one step away for about a month. So, and I do it like part-time. I do, you know I mean? I'm not out there full-time hours doing it. I do it part-time. So, um, I'm still learning some, but I'm able to use use a lot of the skills that I had from past jobs. When you receive uh, generosity from different people out there, um, it can be really touching to see some of the other people that are open also to the human experience on a personal level. So, um, you know, it can you can see some of the most like touching moments in humanity you know, experiencing homelessness and seeing how people are willing to be generous or share or want to do, like they want to do something for your situation. If they knew what to do or they could do more, they would. But the answer is so complex that no one person can really solve another person's problem of homelessness. It's kind of something that you have to like solve from within yourself. And that's why I think Broad Street Ministries tries to offer all these support services and different, like in such a different variety because what one person might need to overcome what's causing their homelessness is different from another person's challenge or issue that's causing their homelessness. Thanks for listening to this season of Heard, a One Step Away podcast. The response of the season has been overwhelming and we appreciate your support. Stay subscribed in order to learn more about next season. You can also follow us on Instagram at OSA Philly. And remember, when you see a vendor on the city, be sure to buy a magazine.